Hello, and welcome to Natural Toonie, a Canadian D&D podcast presented by the Upford Network. I'm Alex Smith, and I'll be your dungeon master as we delve into the continuing adventures of Uriel Dawnbringer. I'm uh, kind of going through a bit of a great entanglement of my own. Sabrika Anakis. Cartwheels, acrobats, you know, murder. Vorkath Barrencrop. You stay away from my friends! And Pascal Sinclair. Ah oh man, I hope the Expos are still doing well. As they find themselves tugging away at the heart of the mysteries surrounding the newfound land. Forty years ago, the whole of causality collapsed around Newfoundland in an event that would become known by the survivors as the Great Entanglement. Every plane, every world, every possibility, every fundamental force that underpins the universe, tying themselves into a knot so colossal that ever since, the whole of Newfoundland has been cut off from the rest of reality. With no way out, no way back, and no way home, the newly thrown together inhabitants of this new found land have banded together these past one score and twenty years to eke out an existence amidst its endless peaks and sands and mysteries. In the southeast of old Newfoundland, from the heart of what was once the Avalon Peninsula, but is now just an especially green outcropping overlooking the desert where once was ocean. The Conception Bay Expeditionary Fishery Commission of Her Majesty's Naval Forces of Conception Bay, NFL, the Quebec Common Folkmanful, has been a source of succor and stability for years, a light to look to in uncertain times. Its noble fisher people, casting their lines to bring people together, right wrongs, and triumph over evil wheresoever it should raise its freakishly inhuman head. It was in the pursuit of triumph over one such instance of freakishly inhuman evil that four would-be fisher people, Sabrika Anakis, Vorkath Barrencrop, Uriel Dawnbringer, and Pascal Sinclair found themselves brought together as a team, plumbing the depths of the lavender-scented culverts beneath Conception Bay at the behest of Scrublord Coffris in the hopes of earning a place for themselves in the commission. While the soon-to-be-dubbed surviving hotties survived and were totally hot during their encounter with the dread Squirrel King that had been devouring the city's Lord Scrubbers, the day had in fact been saved by Thorgathor, the mysteriously corgi-shaped, pretty-caped guardian of hammers and secrets, who had vanished along with the similarly mysteriously nothing-shaped orb that had been at the heart of the Squirrel King. Newly invested as fisher people, the Hotties' travels over the coming weeks would span several square kilometers of largely suburban Newfoundland and begin to draw to the surface mystery after mystery behind the nature of this entangled world. I am Vorkath, branded as Baron Crop. I am the shame of my clan. No longer can the old way sustain our tribe like when it was whole. We are a fractured people. In time, 
We shall perish. However, none would listen. I spoke out and tried to show them a new way, but in my haste, I could not yield a bounty. Cast out and made to wander, it has been many long months since that day. Wandering without meaning, shunned by the residents of not the mountains. We Goliaths are a strange people to these natives of the new-found land. I do not blame them. Some, however, provided some help, made me aware of the fisher people and how to become one. They seem to be powerful people. Maybe they can help me find a purpose. Give this barren crop something to grow. My name is Uriel Donbringer. I am an Asimar born to human parents in the small town of Gallants, far in the west of the newfound land. Not long after my 18th birthday, I left my home at the Daybreak Inn and headed east, where my angelic guide Sheer promised my destiny would be fulfilled. Along the way, I managed to impress her boss, a Solar named Bahir, and made a pact with him. In exchange for him lending me a fraction of his power, as well as saving my life, I was tasked with living up to my name as Dawnbringer, doing good and bringing light to the entangled land we live in. In order to do so, and in order to fulfill my destiny, Sheer guided me to Conception Bay, where I signed up to join the Conception Bay Expeditionary Fishery Commission of Her Majesty's Naval Forces of Conception Bay, Newfoundland. So... I'm Sabrikanakis. I'm a tiefling. I'm a rogue. I guess uh, you could call me a performer. Uh, it would be rude to call me a piper. Just a piper. I just, I use a pipe sometimes, whatever. Look, I'm not going to tell you where I'm from. It doesn't matter. Look, being a tiefling isn't easy. You can't find work, whatever. Like, I'm just going to focus on the last, like, oof, three years of my life. All right, buckle up. So, yeah, being a tiefling isn't easy. Nobody trusts you. You have to prove yourself all the time and, like, Whatever, I was tired of it. So I went where every misfit goes. I went to the Cirque. And you know, it doesn't, it's not a great place there. Like, I'm telling you, like, life just gets, goes from bad to worse. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, so I had this girlfriend. Well, I didn't have her yet. She was the boss's wife. Anyway, he was a scuzzbag. He was pretty shady. He was doing all these back alley deals. And, you know, we bonded over the fact that he was a pretty terrible person. Um, and, you know, she wanted something better. And I was that. Uh, so we decided to try to expose him. Um, and you know, like we got into this fight, one thing led to another, there was some fire. I had some fire, but also there was more fire. I cannot guarantee I didn't start it. And for a really, really long time, I spent thinking that I killed my girlfriend. Um, and that was pretty tough. And you know, I just, I just left. Like, you know, there was a bounty on my head. This guy was looking for me. I thought I had done something horrific. Um, so I did what anybody would do in that situation, which is join a public service, like the Kabeth Kama Fokmafol, because I thought, you know, maybe my skills sort of as a rogue could help out and I would at least stay under the radar in some way. You know, nobody suspects a civil servant. So anyway, I got thrown in with these guys and that's it. So. Oh, sorry, it's me. Right, right, my bad. Hello. Bonjour, I'm Pascal Sinclair. I am a dragonborn. If you don't know what that is, join the club. I am not entirely clear on the whole dragon thing myself either. Uh, for a little context, about 40 years ago, I moved here from Montreal 
where I was living with my family and uh, worked here for a while as a line cook. And then I went to a food festival and the great entanglement happened and I turned into a dragon, sort of, except I don't have wings. So I'm kind of, I guess, just a lizard person. It's, it's confusing. Anyway, I tried to go back to my life as a chef, but now as a dragon and, uh, <laughs> well, I guess I should also tell you I'm an ice dragon, so I, uh, tried to cook food with my dragon breath, because I, you know, I, I, I assumed that my breath would be fire, and then it was ice, and so I got fired from my job because I iced my job, and then I went on a soul-searching journey across the Newfoundland and came to accept myself in my body this body that's not my old body and decided I needed a change of pace so I looked for work in a big city and I don't know I guess I kind of became a cop it's complicated the four of us were teamed together seemingly at random and sent on our first mission we were sent to the sewers to deal with giant rats giant rodents uh they were not pleasant. Our senses, our bodies, our ears, our minds were all assaulted by a giant cluster of squirrels. It was not a particularly auspicious start to our fisher people career. However, we were apparently were the only ones who survived, so we were sent on another mission uh, with very little recovery time. We went to the Codswood where we met the Lumberjack Circle, including a particularly tall, buff, and friendly moose person named Cormac. We fought dinosaurs, which was interesting, and actually were given a bit of time off. Uh, we went to Elftown at somebody's suggestion and made some friends who uh, gave their lives. Well, Dandalian... A good friend gave his life for us, and he won't be forgotten. And then what happened next I wish would be forgotten, as the after-effects of our sewer adventure have come back to bite me, and I have been infected, afflicted, whatever you want to use. Blessed is probably not the word I would use, but some might, with lavender, which is uh, something I am dealing with. Yeah, look, we'll pretend like we all didn't laugh at you when you got lavender, okay? Because we're nice people. We don't do that. Let me let me take over. Right, so here's where things got a little, like, weird. I mean, everything's been weird, but this is, like, a little bit too, too close to home for me in particular. So the lavender thing happened. Dandelion got a rest of soul. Um, and this is where th- I was like, oh, the circus is coming for us. So basically, you know, we had the little cards and I knew that they were here and I was trying to keep everyone, I didn't want anyone to be involved in this, but it followed me, they knew where I was. So, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. So we ended up at the Cirque. Um, We fought some horrific clowns, um, which, you know, pretty normal for me, but these guys had never seen that. You know, we ended up in this like, tunnel, you know, not tunnel, tent, we ended up in this circus tent, which is not a good place to be, I promise you that. Um, and, you know, uh, some weird stuff was going down. They had their, uh, they had this, like, elf kind of situation going on. Pieces of elves becoming one full human. And, you know, just when I thought I was 
I had done something horrible. I had killed my girlfriend in a fire. Um, there she was, made of elf parts, you know. We fought a good fight. We ended up back at uh, at the Kabef Kalman Folkmafol, and, you know, it's good to see her again, but man, was it weird. Two months passed, I started dating Colmac. He wanted to be a little bit more committed than I did, whatever, it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, and then we found out that a guy named Reginald Ottoman V wanted to marry every single one of us and was putting people's bodies inside of furniture. No, sorry, putting furniture inside of people's bodies. It was a whole thing, it was disgusting. We beat him up, I smacked him in the face with a bat, uh, we touched his butt, it, it was a whole situation, uh, we freed all the people who he had captured and imprisoned, turned them back into normal people instead of furniture, and uh, then we ran into uh, my body's husband, who is, I guess, technically my husband, which is also confusing. Anyway, Vosk still thinks that I am his wife, uh, again, very complicated, uh, and we thought maybe we'd use that to our advantage, uh, learned a little bit about how my body works, and check it out! Poof! Now my skin is pink! Ah! I do not know why you want to know what happened next. I can tell you, it is the stuff of nightmares. It all started like most stories, or so I'm told. It is how they are all told. At a pub quiz. But no ordinary pub quiz. There were far too many bees. An uncomfortable amount of bees. However, we persevered and we defeated Orpa Quizby and her once again far too many bees. And I became heralded as the master of all quizzes. And then we met some fisher people by the names of Chaz and Beth, who were admittedly pretty racist to elves. But then we learned some things about Uriel that made us uncomfortable and we pressed on to St. John's to have our visit with the queen. However, like most stories, we were accosted by crabs who held some very strong beliefs about their sacrifice to the soup to make the ocean sky rain once more. I swear that is what happened and I'm almost certain that made sense as a sentence. I also became a crab for a bit to solve their puzzles, thus heralding me as the master of all puzzles. Eventually, we made it to St. John. Sab and I became separated from Pascal and Uriel, but we fared poorly. However, we did make a new friend, Randy. Randy liked doors. We all had that in common. Randy also liked birds. Too much. We dealt with Randy. We also dealt with far too many corgis. None of them were very solid, and they made us all very uncomfortable. At some point, I melded with a plant, and I think that I am still part plant. And then we met the queen. She was a baby. And like a baby, she was disciplined by spiking her into a big magic ball made by Pascal. It was very cool. And then I think we all exploded. 
Following the explosion in Her Majesty's inner cloaca, the newfound land has changed once again. Unbeknownst to our band of surviving Fisher people hottie types, two weeks have passed on the outside world since they vanished. Two weeks, and any number of things may have changed around them, not the least of which is the city of St. John's, now laying in smoldering ruins, and the promise of a reward to anyone who can bring the queen their heads. Was it the Drac attack, or has something else emerged from the shadows beneath the newfound land? What lies on the other side of the crack within the sky? And where now shall our band of haughty people turn for safety and succor if the southeast is turning ever against them? All eyes are on them now, and as they seek a place to lay low and a chance to set right their abject failure to kill the queen, only time will tell if they'll succeed in this endeavor and if indeed such an endeavor is what it takes to set right all that has been made wrong in this twisted, twisted land. A lot has happened. I've been beaten, insulted. I've had my essence invaded by at least three different planes now. I've had an interplanar weed grow out of my body. I've had my destiny, the whole, the whole driving force behind my actions, the whole reason I get up in the morning, questioned. My entire existence thrown on its head. It, it, it has not been easy. But I am the Dawnbringer. I have brought back the sun. I have my friends, my allies, my, my flumps by my side. And I will continue to spread the light. There will be no more Dandalians. I don't care what some megalomaniac child queen may say. I will write my own destiny as I see fit. Okay, I really didn't expect to be here. Like, I didn't really expect to make it this far, you know? Like, I've been on the run for what feels like forever. Um, I didn't really think I'd live this long. I, doing this job meant I had, like, weird amount of structure. Like, you know, I mean, I had structure in the Cirque, but it was like, you do a murder here, you do a flip here, you, you do some unspeakable things to some audience members over there. But, like, this is refreshing in its own way. Like, no one's collapsing into liquid, no one's being sewn into elf parts yet. I mean, it's great. I guess I've never felt this stable. I don't need to run away. I mean, where am I now? Like, that's a good question. I guess I'm more stable than I've been in a long time. I got like a hundred bees, which is crazy. And, you know, seeing my ex-girlfriend was a little weird, but like the one thing that her elf coma gave me was a mask of clown power. And that's pretty cool. I've at least been helpful. Um, I think every day I move a little further away from the Cirque, the more I move a bit away from the part of me controlled by other people acting out of desperation. The more I can think for myself, the more I think for myself, the more I see that you don't have to struggle within your own system, you can build your own. Love is a complicated thing. We love our parents, we love our homes, we love the Montreal Expos, we love Beef Wellingtons. Sometimes people love us more than we love them. They love us so much they stuff chairs into people's bodies or declare war on a child rip off their horns and build us armor. Uh, since coming to the commission, I've learned to love my new friends, to love my new body, to love the magic it possesses. And hey, with any luck, maybe next I'll learn to love myself. I am Vorkath Baron Crop. 
No longer am I just an exiled Goliath. No longer am I just a barbarian without a tribe. I am a junior jacker, acolyte of the plaid, wrestler of dinosaurs, puncher of snoots, master of puzzles, and still partly made of plants. I am a fisher person, spanker of queens. But most importantly, I am a friend. Friend to the animals. Friend to the lands. Friend to a dragon person, an acrobatic piper, and Uriel. They are my family. They have given me a tribe. Where we go next, I know not. But I am sure the grass will grow greener on the other side. And I'm sure it shall be delicious. That brings us to the end of our show. We'll be back very soon with another brand new episode. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NaturalToonie and check out our Patreon to get all kinds of juicy behind-the-scenes details. There's all kinds of awesome perks available like custom art, personal messages, having an NPC named after you, access to our Discord server, and more. You can even directly mess with the game by giving us weapons or sending specific monsters after us. Who doesn't want that kind of power? Patreon.com slash NaturalToonie. Do you want to rep your favorite Canadian D&D podcast? Now you can at our official merch store. You know all the art assets you can see and love on Twitter and Instagram? You can buy all kinds of merch with those assets on them. Get your assets over to TeePublic by hitting the merch link in the description of this episode. I'm very tired. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing the show with a friend. Special thanks to Sirenscape for the amazing music and sound effects that you've been hearing throughout our show. If you're not using Sirenscape to score your own games, you should be. It's free to use and super awesome and it updates very very regularly the people who make it are wonderful check them out at www.sirenscape.com this show is produced and edited by me tom zalatni as part of the upford network you can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com thanks for listening and don't forget to tip your waitress i don't know see you soon Hello, my name is Stefan, and please join me every week for my podcast, Some Good Friends, a show where I talk to some good friends of mine. Previous guests have included a Reiki healer, the heir to the Redenbacher popcorn throne, the person definitely not responsible for the murder hornet outbreak, and Jack Nicholson. Comes out Mondays, early in the morning. Check it out, and you might laugh. What Mega Man boss would make the most terrifying kaiju? I, for one, want to be the first to welcome our new kaiju overlords. How would Adam Sandler fit in the MCU? I injected myself with the Green Goblin serum. Oh! Debate This is a podcast that asks the questions about your favorite video games and comics that no one is asking. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you download podcasts. And on social media at Debate This Cast. None of it's that so is mind control. Though. It's so close. It's not it's, so close. It's, it's,